0: Welcome to the Orlando Lions Den podcast, your number one Orlando City podcast for the fans by the fans, keeping you in the know on all things Orlando City since 2018.
1: Hello, hello. Another edition Orlando Lions Den. We're back on the pod. I'm here with the boys we're uh missing a a, the the a lot of the the you know i think what the original three right like 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 i came on the second show i was on the second show but the original three were cleon edward and jj and neither of them boys are here today so we're gonna we're gonna revolutionize i think we're gonna revolt we're gonna just we're free to do whatever we want boys how you feeling the uh, the young
2: men are on the podcast this week
1: yeah, we're, uns- we're here. We are. They, they, they don't know what they've done. I don't think. I don't think. How, how you doing, Alex?
2: Uh, I'm good. I'm not not looking forward to talking about the club. It's been kind of a rough week, and we got a lot to measure up to. But we got to talk about it, and we're going to try and be not as I don't think nice is the right word, but we're going to be as tactile as possible. So. Okay unlike Listen, some of the tactics we've seen recently
1: i'm going to be straight shooter with you i did my discovery flight today uh, i'm going to be going for my pilot's license and i literally was in cloud nine so i'm still kind of there <laughs> so i'm pretty much past what happened on saturday night almost to the point of where i'm kind of feeling like how the power rankings were saying we just kind of held par win loss win loss win loss win loss win loss, win, loss whatever uh Mike, what's up, man?
0: You know, chilling, dude. Uh adults are away. Uh, you know, JJ is on business, Cleon's on business. Uh <laughs> International duty. Come
2: somehow on.
1: Somehow we uh somehow we we heard and we saw those air quotes and they don't even have to see it.
0: <laughs> and uh Eddie's out of commission this week, but hopefully he's uh gonna be back soon. So he's going to get off the injury report next week. So we're hoping that uh, he's got got a good recovery going in him, but uh, yeah, no, happy, happy to be here. And uh, you know, I'm not at the point where you are because I didn't, I'm like not learning how to fly right now. Um, So I'm not on that kind of cloud nine, but I am at the point where I'm like, you know what? It is what it is, baby. That's show business. So
1: (laughs) yeah. Someone and back, Back to some would say that Eddie the Commish is Eddie out of the commish.
0: Eddie out of the commish. Uh oh.
1: that was that was for the him. The role was,
2: of Eddie this week will be played <laughs> by Alex.
1: <laughs> that was that was for Eddie. I know he's That's already great. gonna be feeling brou- proud of me about four minutes in tomorrow. So uh <laughs> but all right, boys, let's uh thank some sponsors. Uh obviously uh Field Turf, USA, um and accurate mortgage uh with Leo, uh, Leo's actually living in Colombia right now, like the country uh, and still working, and they're still running their business too, and so uh, feel free to reach out. He's uh doing all sorts of crazy stuff. and then also don't forget if you need insurance help. That's the main one y'all is uh is Eddie obviously? You know we're not a highly compensated podcast, so we don't. Our sponsors, you know, there's not much compensation. So Eddie is the guy who puts the heart and soul into this, and uh, he's the guy that runs it all. And uh, if you love the pod, the, the best thing you could do is at least give Eddie a chance to beat your insurance prices, because that's how he gets paid, and that's how he actually actually makes a real living. So if you need personal health, and, uh, life insurance, or life insurance, uh, auto insurance, car insurance, pet insurance. Uh, home insurance, anything like that in Florida, give Eddie a call. Uh, All right. Dive right in. We were talking about it. Two zero y'all Montreal um, on the road. Right. First, I guess like the positive headline would be like Orlando city suffer first home or first road loss of the season. Right. So like, that's, that's what I was thinking. Like would be the positive, positive headline of the, of the game of the year, because you know, you look at it or it could be Orlando city suffered home loss to team that just won three in a row but on that's on the paper on the cover right and then you look you look at it and you see that it was to Montreal and we've been horrible everywhere else (laughs) at home and uh and the teams that Montreal has beaten in the you know even going back to their Canadian championship against a semi-pro team the last two teams I yeah they were on a two-game MLS winning streak but they were literally the bottom two teams in the MLS they beat sporting kansas city and they beat the red bull who fired their coach today so um you know take with that what you will we were in on in on that we weren't necessarily a slump buster that's for sure but we were did not bust any sort of uh streak that we had going on couldn't generate a, a, a winning streak uh or even a results streak because it's been lost win lost win lost win mike I mean, overall, I know we were all just really upset. We talked about it on the Den After Dark. It was really a lot aimed at Poppy, right? I mean, it's got to be aimed at Poppy, especially the second half performance, because it really felt like a manager's game. It felt like it was a manager's game. And it felt like, you know, the way the first half went, Poppy dominated, and then the players just weren't able to capitalize but then the second half, it was just pure, just fall apart, meltdown. Tell me what, what you thought? Uh, what was your live reaction watching it? Uh, and how are we moving forward from this?
0: Yeah, man, it was like, it was one of those things that it was, it was just kind of rough, you know? Um, one of the things that I know I was quoting on dead after dark, and it looks like the numbers might've been updated a little bit in uh, um, the, the foot mob app, but, In the first half, we had, you know, I think eight shots for generating a total, you know, expected goals of, like, 0.81. And then in the second half, we had, like, six shots that – or five shots that generated a total expected goals of 0.1. Like, we gave up those two goals in the second half after the 60th minute when Romel Kyoto came on. And just – it seemed like after giving up those goals, it's just all attacking – Probability went out the window, and it was just so odd because the first half we were in our group chat, we were talking, we're like, Man, there is some sexy passing going around, there is some good build up play. Like, we came close on a couple occasions, and we're like, What's this team cooking right now? Are we finally starting to see this? Are we finally gelling? Is the gelling happening? Did we get the gel? And then it's just you know, out of the second half, 15 minutes in, and everything just went to crap and it didn't recover from there. And it's, I don't know is it, is it the players given up? Is it the players lost on the coach? Is the coaching lost? Is the coaching not adjusting? Uh, Cause it's one of those things where Hernan Losada, is a failed coach. Last time out with DC United somehow gets the Montreal job when everyone kind of thought he wasn't going to be coming back to the league after the way that he left DC. And, uh, he outcoached Poppy in the second half. Like, and I feel like that's not even up for debate. That's just fact. We got outcoached in the second half.
1: Yeah, where like, do we go? We went down two zero and then made a substitution for Felipe Felipe <sighs> and Jafael Santos.
0: Yeah, jafael Santos and Felipe and Duncan Maguire came on. The Duncan <laughs> Maguire sub makes sense, but the bringing in like for like subs of a defensive midfielder and left back just Two things that were just incredibly uninspiring substitution wise.
1: What did Cleon say? Said, "What are we trying to preserve the to preserve the negative gold
0: goal differential?" <laughs> yes, oh man, yeah, Ryder, yeah. what was
1: going through your head? I mean, I mean, what what are we seeing as far as the future? Uh, you know, is there any way that because that was a bad half? I mean, it's been a tough string of results. I mean, do you see a way forward? in any possible situation with what's going with, with what we're dealing with right now.
2: I think that the way forward is narrow and that uh, the scenarios are closing in are closing in. And I think there's options. Are uh, First off for this match. Yeah. It looked like we were cooking early on that early shot that Cara had that just didn't land looked great he looked he was in the right place at the right time and there was some great passing in and we didn't take advantage of it which again is a, a theme we don't always take advantage of the shots that you need to put in and this got even worse when unfortunately the first goal was a robin jansen own goal and wrong place wrong time but it still happened and that kind of took. The wind out of all everyone's sails, and four minutes later, you give up a second goal, and that's the ball game. You make bad subs, which I talked about last week. How we saw, even though we were two up, Oscar was making good subs. This week, he's making bad subs. I don't know if he's trying to. Uh, Cleon, like you said, was making that comment. But are we trying to preserve so we can go into Charlotte with a with a hot eleven? It, it it doesn't make any sense and dropping points like this to montreal who has no draws and ha- now has as many wins as us and they've they've beaten some rough teams but we keep giving up points to teams that are below us both in the bra- in the standings and just on paper and it's it's starting to become symptomatic of inconsistency of a lack of inspiration and tactics and I can't keep making excuses for Oscar. Oscar either has to become we talked a couple months ago about where is the MLS is back Oscar where's the the dry erase board is changing tactics mid-match. It's not happening. There's no drive anymore and it's Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how we have 14, uh, we have four matches in the next 12 days. How is that going to be handled? And at what point is the straw going to break the camel's back?
1: Yeah, I can't. I think we've seen the clipboard maybe once this season. We've seen the clipboard.
2: I, have, I haven't seen it since like 2021, 20, but
1: huh. I don't I know, know. Someone please point it out year, to but... me because I want to oh, yeah, see it. I mean, it's, that's, that's true, Ryder. That's a good, that's, I, n- I never thought about that point. That's a, that's a, uh, you know, you're not really seeing those adjustments and I guess it's hard for me to look at it. You know, I'm looking at the, the wins that we've had and they're not quality. You know, we had the galaxy and that's just what we are supposed to do. The one of the worst teams in the league traveling 3000 miles, you know, it's like we, we played the Red Bull at home in the home opener. We, we've never lost and we got a handball and a shutout. Right. And it was like a, supposedly a controversial handball that still I've never actually seen on replay, but <laughs> I'll trust the referees because that's what I'm all I always do. Right. But now, uh, but, but, you know, it was it, I, from what I hear is controversial. So even if you could say that it, it's, it's, I was there at the game, so I didn't see it on replay obviously is what I'm talking about, but the controversialness in it is one part, you know, you, you didn't win two zero with the controversial pin. You won one zero. With the controversial pen. And then we played Philadelphia B team, right? And at, at the time you're talking about all points matter, which hell yeah, they do. And they still do matter. And if we fire Poppy, those points still matter. And if we keep Poppy, those points still matter. But Philadelphia B team our B plus team, right? And then we play 12 phenomenal minutes in the beginning of the game. And then for 78 minutes after that, we lose one zero basically and just look like we're just bunkering the whole time i mean it was it was shocking you know it was it was like for a lot of that portion where you're just like oh we know where this is going And then we got the dub it was like okay that was cool this team may be changing we're learning how to hold on to game dubs and then we lose the next week at home and then you go to minnesota right and you play 60 soulless minutes I mean, hard to watch, literally torture soccer. And it's like when the game is about to be on the brink of things, right? You're down 1-0 and like and Minnesota has the momentum and it's like it just felt like Poppy just finally was making the aggressive and just told everybody just to go and do whatever you got to do. These guys put it together, then they score two goals and we win, right? So for me, I just – when people say like I, I want to ask more of the players – But asking more of the players is not going to get more of the players, more from the players. The only thing that's going to get more from the players is the coaching and the coaching staff. You know, I can ask for a million bucks. I ain't going to get it. You know what I'm saying? The right person has to be able to be in place. So it's, that. that's the way I'm feeling, especially about Poppy. Whether he stays or whether he goes, you know, I just, the results are not good. They're not good enough, and the soccer has not been good. I'm not even going into detail about how many points Pedro has saved us. We should be at the bottom of the damn table. We're lucky we got 14 points.
2: Pedro saved us from an even worse goal differential. And my
1: honest opinion, if you've watched every minute of this team play this season, like all of us have, you cannot, with a reasonable stomach, say... Yes, Poppy deserves more time. I just to me he's got this open cup game on Tuesday which we'll talk about. And then we'll also talk about on uh Saturday we got uh Columbus. And I th- I think it's it's the leash is really 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 short. Really really short. So let's get into our uh our our, uh, we don't call them studs and duds anymore stock we, up, stock up, stock up and stock down so we're ups and downs oh boy this will be good Ryder, why don't you give, give me some ideas who's your who you got so don't, don't you have like five or six to give each time
2: no th- that that was the first week when i did it that i didn't realize you could only take one i didn't well, maybe maybe rules. give
1: me give me twos of each so that way i can get some ideas
2: yes sir um so Stock up. Um Pedro had a good one this week despite being betrayed by his own guy. Um it's just hard when to you want you want to give him all the credit for not making it look it could have been a lot worse in the second half, but he had a he had a good one. He saved some. Um, from this match, the only other Ngulo like I, we keep talking, saying his name. I'm really hoping that we can extend him his loan and somehow manage to buy that. I know there's not options for it, but those are two positives I took out of this match. Uh, stock down. Um, Oscar Perea I mean we don't we haven't done play we've done players a lot but we haven't done coaches and I think this is we're kind of on the last ropes here so and a Robin Jensen just a little bit because own goals not fun yeah
1: his inconsistencies i mean we were just talking well, about how his good he inconsistencies was
2: inconsistencies match the clubs too that's the other thing
1: yeah i mean it's hand in hand right i mean when he has some plays well we play well and when he's stopping chicharito and making these you know highlight plays we we win and when he's scoring on goals we lose i mean it sounds pretty simple right for a defender but i mean it's even more than that he had the captain's armband on right i mean what the this this past week with mauricio out so he, he's he's obviously a, a very important player in the club uh mike you gotta stock up or stock down
0: yeah i gotta stock up uh stock up is um i'm gonna go ahead and stock up to our media team uh put out a documentary today about our open cup run about 40 minutes long it was awesome my dog just coughed up a lung over there sorry if you guys heard that <laughs> Um, but no, the documentary they put out was awesome. That's my stock up because I I don't have much stock up to put on the team right now. Uh, because I didn't like what I saw a lot this week. So stock up to the media team. Great job on the documentary. It was great. It was awesome. I loved it.
1: Huh. Oof, tough.
0: <laughs> That's how I feel.
1: Well, I'll get my What's up stock up. Stock uh Did you give a stock down, Yeah, Mike? The whole team. <laughs>
0: stock down is just uh yeah everyone
1: oh goodness gracious everyone us included so literally so, so you just Except like, for you because
0: you're flying so
1: did, did you are you did i i put myself on mute before i hacked up along didn't i
0: who yeah, called no, that was his good. dog that was my dog oh i was like <laughs> I, that was like right
1: after i coughed i was like oh my gosh what is this guy am i not on mute i was looking at my thing in the morning. all right but anyways. Uh, I'll do stock up. I'll do my stock up. I enjoyed uh, the the chances that Mikey Halliday created in the first half. Um, that was about it, I guess, for the stock up. And Gulo too. I liked that shout, uh, Ryder, because he's been good all year. And, and if there had to be one bright spot, it was probably him. Uh, stock down. I'm gonna say I like the Jansen shout. And man, it's got to be Poppy, man. And it's got to be way down. Like his stock is the, the farthest it's ever been down. There's people filling out Excel spreadsheets with his numbers. And I ain't talking one or two people. You know, we got four or five different versions of different spreadsheets with all sorts of numbers on them from people expected goals this from this year and that year. None of it's looking too hot. You know, even the thing from Bazan ain't looking too hot right now the thing he posted because those coaches that are still have jobs the ones that ain't already been fired that he posted on there they're about to start being knocked down too one at a time so yeah my stock down's got to be got to be popular i gotta agree with you on that writer or writer i think you're i mean that covers the basis i think mike's the same way with everybody's stock down huh just bad week for orlando city
2: um, I follow up on one thing you said there, Swag. Mikey Halliday, his, he's been looking great, and I'm sorry, we're going to miss him the second half of this month because if he does, in fact, get the shout to go to the under-20 World, World Cup coming up the second half of this month, he is we're going to miss him, and it's going to be a problem, and we're, we might have to go back to that possible back 3 again and we all talked about that last week and how that's going to go. So
1: well what are who's we talking about if what are we talking about the Chicago Fire and them holding players back?
2: Uh that I think it should be Mikey's decision. I I don't think that you deny a player with who's had such a big rise in importance to the club in such a short time and you hold him back from such a big experience and they're looking at the u.s group it's very possible they make it out of the group so that would be a big experience for him so i'm not going to deny that it's going to be tough but you got to let him make that decision don't hold back a player just because it's going to be inconvenient to your upcoming schedule
1: i get it but at the same time if you're mikey you have to understand that you are going to be going to play severely less talented players than what you're playing right now. Mostly at the U 20 world cup, right? You're going to be basically, it's like going to play in the minor leagues for two, three, four, five weeks of your middle in the middle, literally the direct middle of your season. I know it's the world cup of the minor leagues. It is the world series minor leagues, but it is going to play in the minor leagues. And you are removing yourself from first-team professional soccer to go do that. And not only does it hurt your club, but it may hurt you. I mean, he's getting so much better against his top talent. He's going to go away for three, four, five weeks, play U-20 talent from around the world, and in the group stage, play who knows who, who are they playing in the group, I mean, me all, that all the talent is not going to be anywhere near the talent that he's playing consistently right now. And he's getting minutes. He's playing full 90s. He's getting the minutes. He is a very Ecuador, important port.
2: Fiji, and Slovakia.
1: Yeah. So when he's playing the U-20s from Fiji, okay, and Slovakia. That's a high
2: school. And he could be playing college,
1: Tiago yeah. Almada, who was just a World Cup champion No you nothing, right? Okay, hear me out here, Mikey, or anybody, please. This is why the Chicago Fire makes the decision for the players, right? Because if the player goes in and says, I'm not not playing for my country, club is more important. That's a precedent they've set now for the entire rest of their careers in the U.S. Men's National Team Pyramid right so as a club i think the respectful thing to do if it is the player's decision to stay is to take the blame and i'm not saying that's what happened in the chicago fire case but i would not be shocked if the players who are getting full 90s right now did not want to go play for fiji u20s okay and they wanted to play top tier town in the mls and they just didn't want it to look like that they were ditching the U.S. So maybe Chicago Fire is just taking one for the team. Maybe they're just saying we're a big-ass brand and we'll just take one for the team here.
0: I mean, I would also argue with that on the fact that there's – got to keep in mind the two players that they're holding out. There's a difference between those two players and Mikey Holiday. Those two players, Chris Brady and Brian Gutierrez, are not going to be starters for the U-20 World Cup team. Mikey Holiday is. Mikey Holiday most likely will be a starter for them. So I feel like that's part of the difference, too, is that those two guys, Chris Brady in particular, they'd be losing their starting goalkeeper for him to go there and not play a minute. So it's one of those things where I I feel like that's a different situation and compared to Mikey. Again, I've said this to you in our group chats. My stance is if Mikey gets called, Mikey's going to go. Playing in a World Cup, even if it's at the youth level, is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that he may never get again. So he's going to go. And that's just what my expectation is. And writers right. It's going to suck when we lose him down the stretch and we're Mm -hmm. not going to have him against Miami or Atlanta. Because guess what? Those are the two games that we're missing him for, at least. Like, (laughs) at minimum, those are the games we're missing him for.
1: I mean, he's playing the best soccer he's ever played. And I just... In his life, yeah. I don't see... I understand what you're saying from... But just, I just, in my gut, my gut tells me this is a horrible, horrible thing for him. Oh, it that's is a oh. horrible, it is a short-term. It is a, the definition of a short-term game, long-term, huge, huge loss. If he's got to go, because like you said, the U twenty. if he can continue playing the way that he's playing, if you get game film on Tiago Almada, it's a lot better than getting game film on, you know, Fiji U-20. You know what I'm saying? So I just, I hope it doesn't affect him playing down the road for the rest of the season, you know? Because he is, like you said, Mike, he is going to get minutes. He's going to play a hell of a lot of minutes. I get against, against a hell of a lot of inferior talent. And who knows what that's going to do. Imagine if you're hitting a baseball and you just, you instead of having to hit Shohei Otani, you're hitting double A just for fun. Not because you're injured, just because it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. You're going to go hit. You're going to go hit the double A hitters and go hit 400 because it's easy. Well, how are you going to hit when you have to come back off the whim and you got to face the best pitchers in the world or not in the world, but in, the, in your league? And that that's what it's going to be for us. And you know, in, in our case, it's some. You know, if you got to play a guy like Atlanta. Almada is playing really hot right now. That's not too far of a stretch. The way that he's playing, you so, got a lot
2: of baseball in the mind, haven't you, Swag?
1: Well, I'm going to see the London series next next month. So I'm you getting a roof for my cubbies. No, no chance, brother. I'm a, I'm going with the cards. I'm, my wife's from St. Louis. So, but, but you guys, you guys get my point. You know no, what I mean? It's, you're not,
2: it's, you're not wrong. It's just, it's a tough decision. This is something and that if could, Mike's okay with not, not doing it. And we don't make it a hostile thing and it doesn't cause strife in the long term. That's fine. But you got to at least put the opportunity out there. I do agree that if he decides not to go, that the club should take that fall so that he doesn't get the grief of, Oh, I didn't want to represent my nation, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's it's just also a... the U 20 world cup. No one's going to be in a- attendance and it's going to, it's going to be on Fox sports.
1: Which Street. ones are these? Do, when do they, when is like the last U world cup? Like do they do U 23, right?
2: U 23. And the 23s are going to be interesting, though, because they're the ones that qualified us for, uh, for the Olympics, which the U.S. actually got to do. So what one thing I would say is even if in a couple of years Mikey has the chance to play in the Olympics, that's something I'd be completely okay with giving him up for a month because that is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime thing. Yep. Olympic. Soccer tournament is a lot more prestigious than the U twenty or U twenty three World Cup.
0: Yeah, I have mean, you, guys
2: you named consider who the U twenty World, World Cup.
0: I mean, I would disagree with that just because of the fact that no one gives a shit about Olympic soccer, and that's me just being completely blunt. <laughs> I
2: have some fun editing in this show. Oh no, um, you could
0: say you could say that it's it's PG thirteen. <laughs> I think that uh,
2: I I, think, I don't agree with that, Mike. Because it's I think look, in the
1: long run, having an Olympic gold medal like in forty years is nicer than having a U twenty three World Cup. Gold yeah, medal. but what's what's probably,
0: the what's the Olympic yeah. roster guidelines though? The Olympic roster guidelines. I mean, nobody for cares men about and women either
1: roster guidelines. They are just different? Care, They're the different. End, they just care they are
2: that. because what, for the women you can have as many professionals as you want, but for the for the men, it's U twenty threes, and then you get three exceptions. Yeah, so it's still a youth tournament. So what's the difference? You get to have Neymar and two other big players. The difference that was what is, is
1: the five is the five rings on the middle, Mike. There you go. It's the Olympics. the The World Cup's been being played since what the eighteen hundreds. The Olympics have been playing being played since
0: the eighteen
1: hundreds. Ancient Greece, right? You know. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think whatever. they played.
2: I've been to the ancient Greek soccer or um place. It I don't think they were playing soccer there. I think tennis is actually older than that. But I think we're in you the get my a
1: point. Bit. I think oh, I I here. would be interested to know what people say about that. Are the Olympic we need we should do a, a poll maybe based off this talking about Mikey, but are the Olympics more is it more prestigious than like a U twenty three World Cup?
2: We'll do World Cup. U twenty three U twenty Olympics. Yeah, we'll put it up after the show. So, do we want to talk about the o- open cup or what?
0: Yeah, I mean that's what's oh, up next. Gosh, are, are we being just making predictions? In, We're playing in a, in a like
2: park, it's Mecklen a High US... School,
1: Mecklenburg High School, state park, or something. Or
2: it's got it supposedly has five thousand seats, but I'm pretty sure you have to bring your own seats. <laughs>
0: no, it doesn't. <laughs> I watched OCB play, play play crown legacy there last weekend. And no, it doesn't.
1: There's 5,000 seats. As long as 3,200 of you bring your own.
0: And <laughs> bring your own you imagine? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Well, uh, let's see. So we got uh Charlotte FC. We're f- flipping the switch. Obviously they weren't going to give us another home game. Clearly. No. Uh, so they made sure that we're going to probably get every game on the road this year. Um, So we're playing at Charlotte in this tiny little municipal stadium. That may help us. That may hurt us. Who knows? But uh, I'm going to expect to see probably a pretty strong lineup considering we're the defending champions. And I think Charlotte is probably going to give a pretty strong lineup considering they suck. So they probably are a team that is going to want to capitalize on a, a, a cup like this, kind of like we were last year. And uh, they're probably going to give a pretty good lineup too. So that has me a little worried <laughs> overall, considering uh, we've already done this against them at home, uh, where we both put our best lineups in and we lost. So I'm definitely a little worried uh, and I'm nervous as the defending champion to go out in the round of 32. But then again, part of me feels like that would really just be the Band-Aid being ripped off super quick. uh Mike, what what are you feeling about this open cup? are you are you I am just I can't even kind of describe how I'm feeling nervous is one word.
0: Yeah, I mean, um I I, I feel like if we're going to go through it's going to be on like penalties or something like that. The positive is like when we played Charlotte last time, we were a slump buster for them. They're coming off of a 3 2 win over NYCFC. So it's not going to be a slump buster this time around. They're already playing better than they were last time around. Um, So realistically, they should be in a better situation overall. Um, But I, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm just right now, I'm just not excited to watch orlando city because it's just it, it hasn't it hasn't been fun i want them to give me a reason for it to be fun uh maybe the open cup's what gives that maybe we just kind of reignite what we had previously but like can i sit here and say yeah no we're gonna pull a three nothing win out of our backsides i i can't say that in good faith i don't think that's gonna happen like just watch the team what says is that's gonna happen um but no, I think you're right. I think the team, the, the lineup has to be as close to first team as possible, even if that means sacrificing a little bit what the lineup's gonna be on Saturday against Columbus. Um, because right now I, I I feel like you know Oscar's gotta be feeling some heat. He's gotta try and get some some momentum and get some wins, and open cup's gonna be the first way to do that because. If we're sitting in 10th place come Saturday, if we come off a loss against Columbus and then we had first round exits in CCL and the open cup, what's our front office going to think? What's our ownership going to think? That is a really, really rocky start to the season. Like out of the playoff spots, out of the other tournaments that we're in. Like, I don't want to think about that world, but that's something that's got to be in our brains at this point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not big on the whole, where the, the, where the line is like, like we're ninth or 10th place. I don't really care about all that. I I do know we're five points from the bottom. That's all I know. So, you know, whether or not we're second right now or whether or not we're 13th right now, we're five points from the bottom In two games, we could be in the bottom. We lose two more games in a row and all the other games go the right way. We could literally be in the bottom of the, of the, of the table that's not good enough it's just not it's not good enough Ryder, are you i mean mike do you think we're gonna win
0: i think if we are going to win it's gonna come through penalty kicks um i I don't
1: you don't have to be the press secretary i'm asking you in your gut do you think we're gonna advance to the next round
0: Because of the fact that clearly, as you said earlier, uh, we're following patterns just like ESPN. Yeah, we are. Um, We're going to win because the pattern is the last seven games have been loss, win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, or whatever it was. So clearly we're coming off of a loss. Next game has to be a win, right? That's how the pattern works.
2: Ryder? Um, It's tough like you said, but we're at the point now where it's put up or shut up. And I think this is going to be one of those things where it's going to, the writing is going to be on the wall. And it's, it's weird that we're at this point here in May coming. I mean, Mike talked about the documentary documentary came out tonight. I haven't been able to watch it yet. I'm here talking to you guys instead, because that's more fun, fun right now. And it's going to be weird. It, it, it's gotten weird already for a lot of people in the fan base. And we just have to understand that they have to beat Charlotte. It's, it's a must win match or f- phones are going to get picked up and decisions are going to get made and people aren't going to like it, but that's business. And when the, attendance declines because we're playing some boring soccer that's when decisions get made so that being said I think that the trend is going to hold I agree with Mike that wholeheartedly with everything that he said this is one of those things where we're going to pull it out of our butts Oscar's going to muster the troops they're going to play for him decide to play for him and I do think it's going to be tight. I don't think we're going to put a full 11 out there because we basically have to travel to Columbus directly after, and we need to have somewhat of a showing there. But I think we come out of this 2-2, it goes a full 90, and we win on penalty kicks. So,
1: I, got how- I appreciate you, boys, for being so – I mean – for being just so positive i mean you guys are so admirable
2: now come to me when we talk about the columbus thing and i'll be much less positive we're losing this game open
1: cup matters even less this year than it did last year and by like tenfold charlotte's gonna want to do something we're defending champs we got ours they're wearing rings they're gonna feel prideful for like the first 30 minutes and then after that they're gonna let one through and then I think we'll get one back just because that's what we do. The players will will play for Poppy and they'll get one back. And then we'll lose in penalties. That's gonna be my guess. Probably the first per- first coach to lose in penalties for Orlando City. So that's my guess. One one, loss in penalties. Whatever. It's the open cup. Said that last year. I'm ex I was excited that we won it, but we'd be foolish not to acknowledge that it's really far down on the desirable trophy list although it is a trophy
2: it is a trophy but it gets you a lesser spot now we got the last valuable open cup because now you don't get an automatic 16 by for the um CONCACAF champions league you actually end up in the CONCACAF nations league which is a whole different thing or not nations league um what's the thing that they do at the end of the year I don't remember.
0: I think it's called the Concacaf League.
2: It's just Cock-a-calf what it is. League. Thank you.
0: Not sure what the how how it all works.
1: Get Anyways, to play with
2: someone from the Canadian Premier League.
1: The old, the old Open Cup. You know, even if we lose, like it's frustrating because like it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be a tur- a tie. It shouldn't be like a decision moment. Like. It shouldn't be like, oh, we lose the open cup. Like, Poppy didn't defend anything. We went out in the first round. Like, like you're saying, Mike, like, first round this, first round that. It shouldn't have to be like that, but it is. We are there because what are we doing? What are we going to do? We're going to lose. We're going to, we're going to have to play, like, like we already said, we're going to have to play something decent as far as a, a lineup is concerned. Right. And that's going to put a lot of sacrifice onto our lineup on Saturday. And then if and when we lose, on tuesday then you know you're looking really backs up against the wall on saturday and then you got a game the following wednesday against new york city you know and keep in mind like mike said on the den after dark during this entire stretch i think this is good to po- point out this is like the definition of a make or break stretch because these guys aren't coming home during this this is like this is supposed to be this whole team building experience this whole like like they're they're going, you know, they're spending these three games on the road. They're not coming home. They're they're going straight from Montreal to Charlotte to Columbus, and they're going to handle all three games. And if they lose all three of those games while they're, you know, doing this team building thing, you know, I don't think that's going to be very good, you know. And and we're going to know. Like I was also saying on Then After Dark, these I think things are going to come to a head soon. We're going to know by two pods from now what's going on with poppy i think because we have this podcast now and then next week we'll know the results of the open cup in columbus i think there's a chance that we may know some info we, if, if we lose both of these games he may be out but i think if you know we continue that stretch and lose to two rivals or get one point out of these however many games you know, I think the I think the win loss win loss win loss win loss. I think that thing is the best case scenario for us in the next four games. That we win two and we lose two. So I, think, I think, that's the best. You're on mute. I think both of y'all are on mute. But yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I was on mute. I was trying to correct it. I hit the space bar and it didn't do anything. Uh, <laughs> but no, you're right. I, I feel like uh, it, it is going to be the best case scenario, and it's. Still, it's one of those things that it's just it's not good enough like we're at this point that's that's the thing is there's been talks about ownership having aspirations of building a championship winning team when they said they wanted to build a championship winning team, I'm sure they thought the open Cup was great, but that's not really what they meant. they want to win m l s cup they want to win the league that's that's their goal that's what they mean when they want to win championships and if you know we're winning and losing every other game, you know, win-loss, 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 win-loss. That's, it's just, it's not going to win you a championship. It's not good enough. You know, they, they want more than that. Um, so I, I don't know. I just feel like it's just, it's not going to be sustainable as far as us getting any further than where we are right now. And that's the thing. If there's people that are content with that, that's, that's fine. You're more than welcome to be content with that, but just, you Know that that's your your you're getting your expectations. You know, like some of us have higher expectations than that, and that's that's fine too. Some of us want more. Some of us want to see this team win championships. Um, and you know, difficult decisions get made when that kind of stuff happens. And I'm kind of with Alec. You're with Swag. Both really. Both of you guys. You guys are both on the same page. Uh, <laughs> if we don't get uh, if if these next two games. Are we're looking at back-to-back L's, which means three L's in a row. Writing might be on the walls at this point. So, which would be f- four
2: losses in the last five in all competitions, and eliminations from both cup competitions in the first round. So,
0: yeah, the yeah, writing be, is be. definitely on the wall,
2: and the schedule doesn't help the logistics of it all.
0: No, so we're yeah, looking being at. so
1: close together now, and, and even after that next week, it's New York City and then Atlanta.
0: Yeah, dude, we got Miami, Miami and then
1: Atlanta after that.
0: That's the thing is we, we got rivalry games for like all of the next upcoming league games are basically all of our biggest rivals. Columbus is kind of a, a big a rivalry in the fact that matchups always are contentious. New York City, we've always had a natural rivalry with because we came into the league together. And then geographic rivalries in Atlanta and Miami back-to-back as well. Like, it's a lot of tough games coming up.
1: And there is nothing other than going win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. But if we're looking at minute by minute, if we're looking at the 1,080 minutes that Orlando City has played this year, there's nothing to tell me that we're not going to lose the next two games. My, my guys, I mean, I'm just, I mean, we played 1,080 minutes of soccer. I've can, you know, we had 20 good minutes and three games, three of those matches, you know, yeah. and then one handball call and then one good match. Plus add 90 for, if we just add the whole LA galaxy game that we played good. So 90 plus 20 plus 20, plus a handball, 130 minutes out of 1,080 minutes. I mean, playing enjoyable soccer to watch 10% of the time, it's not going to get it done. It's just not It's not going to get it done. And, I, and, and 10%, it's, I don't think it's going to be good enough to advance in the Open Cup. And I got news for you. You guys are telling us right now, you guys are mentioning it, the rivals, right, the rival thing. Here's the deal i got news for everybody they could smell the blood in the water the rivals will know mm. okay when we get knocked out in the in the u.s open cup round one, 32 to charlotte okay you don't think columbus is going to be smelling the blood in the water they're going to smell it and then if columbus beats us You really don't think New York City is going to really smell the blood in the water. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to smell the blood. And this is not a good stretch of games. Nope. So we have to win against Charlotte. We have to give the best opportunity to win. And then you have to give your best chance to win against Columbus. And that's it. That's your only chance. Because if you lose these two games, I just don't see a path forward. I don't see a path forward for Oscar Pereira at Orlando City if he loses these these next two games. Yeah. No. Which I'm I think if we if we're, we're going to just go into predictions, we did the we did Tuesday's game, we might as well do Saturday's game. I think at best we get a point, but I but I think the difference will be the blood in the water. And that's what will make us get zero points. I think that will be the difference. You'll feel it. Attention. What about you guys? Think we have any chance of beating Columbus? It's on the road game, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's on the road. It's, it's yeah. at their new stadium. They've been buzzing. I mean, Zell Yaron's been playing all right, right? He's.
0: They have the same exact record as us right now. The only difference is instead of a negative two goal differential, they have a plus seven. But they are four wins, four losses, two draws. Same as us.
1: Yeah, except their goal difference shows it's a little more earned, huh?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Whereas our games are ugly, they're. They they play. They have the propensity to play pretty soccer.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I hope I hope I'm wrong. I oftentimes am. I would say like eighty five to ninety percent of the time, I'm wrong when it comes to this stuff.
0: I think we all want to be wrong. We, we all want to see the team succeed. That's not. That's not even a question. It's just we, we're also not blind to what we're witnessing.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's been, t- it's been hard to watch as a, you know, and it's not like we just, this is the first year, you know, we've all been watching Orlando city for a long time. We've watched some really bad times and we've watched some really good times. And we know that this is a lot, a lot of this is more towards the really bad times. So yeah, it's, it's tough, but, uh, we've been going for what we're at what 45 minutes Ryder. I think
2: Something 47,
1: like that? 47 wow. minutes.
2: If I'm, if I will, two things. One, I think this Columbus match is an L. I don't think we're going to get the points out of it. I think either way that we, I think we're going to put too much effort into Charlotte and get a win, especially if it goes 120 and into penalties. That's just, you're going to send an exhausted team to Columbus to get overworked. So I think it's a loss. 2-1, 3-1, Two one three one something like that. Um, but you're also talking about it's not fun to watch, and you're right, and that's the problem that is going to weigh heavily on the forthcoming decisions that have to be made, is do you want to continue to dampen the overall quality of soccer that's being played by the club? And if so, are you willing to hang on to something that makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside because Oscar came in and has been the most the most um, successful coach for us in getting us to the playoffs each year and securing us a trophy and almost winning us the MLS's back tournament. But over time, that can deteriorate, and it also leads to less butts in seats, and less people enjoying watching like the last two weeks honestly i look forward to match day every day and i contemplated not watching this week and i kind of wish i had i ended up making plans around the match to go to a movie earlier and got home just in time and in hindsight i wish I would have gone to a later movie it just it we're at that point now where apathy might set in And we can't let that happen. And even if that means making a change, so it's a big week. This is a big week for the club. You gotta, you gotta put up or shut up. Simple as that. I hope I'm wrong about both the going 120 minutes into penalties because my heart's not going to be able to take that on a Tuesday night. And I hope I'm wrong about Columbus, but that's just how I. That's that's what I'm seeing right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody had would have to agree that that's what they're seeing, too. There's not much to prove anything else. Well, let's get into uh, shout-outs. Are we going straight to shout-outs?
0: I mean, I got a shout-out. Listen, well, why
1: don't you take it away, then?
0: Uh, shout-out to the man who somehow keeps finding work, falling upwards, banned from MLS, but, man, he has he found a new home. Mr. McDonough, it's Paul McDonough, president of the USL somehow. (laughs) Like, how did he get that gig? He's not allowed to be in MLS anymore because he's gotten thrown out for breaking rules and regulations. Uh, Maybe he's just going to go ahead and make USL a lawless land and it's going to work for him so that way he can't get in trouble anymore. Um, But guess, shout out to to Paul McDonough, who continues to fall up and find work.
1: It's uh, his agent. Shout out to Paul McDonough's agent, I guess, because oh my, how do you get fired that's for corruption right? <laughs> and, and breaking and breaking the law or breaking the the laws of the sport? or ah, whatever. He's that's
0: unbelievable.
2: What was he kicked out for? Was the like the Miami,
0: oh, uh, uh, let's see, I mean, let's see he, stuff he, It was the Miami stuff that he got fined for got 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 thrown out for, but he also you know obviously was a part of uh, Atlanta's roster building, which uh ended up also employing coaches that had uh practices that were against league standards, um so you know he's just uh, he's a little bit all over the spectrum, you know, he's doing great stuff,
1: yeah, the old Paul McDonough. My uh shout out is going to be to just it's, it's a good one, it's a serious one. It's to the uh, Orlando City Foundation. Shout out for the auction for uh getting I got a captain's armband uh signed by Mauricio and uh uh Wilder Cartagena's game worn parlay jersey this year for only 30 dollars more than what the club wanted for 89.99 for just a replica. I got the authentic what they wore in the game and it's signed and it's oh, no wow. taxes and it goes straight to charity for $30 more. So my point is y'all is that's way too cheap. Okay. And it's a bid style. And I know a lot of y'all listen and I know a lot of y'all listening right now would pay more than $120 for the Jersey. So what y'all need to do is y'all need to go on and y'all need to follow the Twitter account, the Orlando city foundation Y'all need to follow Kay Rollins and y'all need to be up to date because they do this every year. A couple times they go on and they auction off jerseys for events and the parlays are every year. And I've never seen them go this cheap. Um, but I mean, there was ones that went for like, Ab- Abdi Salim's Jersey went for like $110 or like the base, the minimum, you know what I mean? Like, like it's crazy, you know, and, and Faku Faku's went for $350, which is less than the ring cost the replica darn it alex so i'm just gonna throw that in there 351 bucks compared to 375 for a game worn sweaty signed jersey from the star player it's pretty cool you know but i think they should be valued at more and all that money goes directly to charity which is why it should be even more um and although i love that i got a good deal i think that more people should bid me up so that way we can get more money for the orlando city foundation
0: yeah, I know next time they, they have an auction, I'm going to keep closer eye on it because yeah, I was going to try and challenge you for that armband, but I forgot about it. I didn't set an alarm on my phone.
1: Yeah, I'm mad. I thought the Mariso jersey, because usually I watch them and they usually go for like three, $400. So I thought the Mariso jersey was going to go way out of my price range. So I went for one that I thought would be realistic. And then it turns out that's the only one for 200 So now I'm mad because, um, you know, I could have gotten the I I have I have the Mauricio 101, and I got his armband and could have had the jersey and it could have been a real nice shrine, but that'll be for next time. I guess I'd rather kind of have a purple jersey for that type of shrine, I guess. A Whole
0: huge display coming up for you.
1: Yeah, I, I I started thinking about it, but then it's like the blue jersey. I, I think I'd rather have a purple one. So next time we get the home purple, I I might have to go after El Capitao's kit. So but yeah, definitely shout out to Orlando City Foundation. Shout out to K. Thanks. I, I always follow. So that's how I that's how I saw the auction was. On Twitter and from a K actually retweeting it because their Twitter page is really weird. It's not verified, and Fund is F N D instead of F U N D. So you know, makes make sure you guys uh, make give it a a proper follow. Ryder, give us a shout out.
2: Well, you kind of ruined my my good intersection there, talking about paying for stuff. But shout out to the championship ring, and we. they had just announced it when this pod came on the air last week. It's a great looking ring. They the club deserves it. Six diamonds for the six wins. You got your names in there. I I particularly like the one side that has the actual st- Orlando from the stadium. That's a nice touch. Um that being said, it, it's it's a tough pill to swallow when the club hints at and gets everybody all excited that they're making replica rings and then they cost 375 bucks for something that not everybody's going to wear. I mean, you can customize them. Sure, that's cool. That's awesome. Money was no object. I would have gotten one. I also would have, I I didn't know replica rings were a thing until a couple years ago. I would have gotten a Cubs one when they won, but it's just, it's just a little off in this, in this economy, in this time to be selling something for that much. The price of the kits went way up this year and more often than not, you see these go for a lot cheaper, even from the same company. And it's just it's a tough pill to swallow. So congrats to the team on a cool ring. But I think I think it's a miss on not at least offering a cheaper option, cheaper option. They do the two, the two Jersey styles, maybe do the same thing for that. I don't know. I'm not an expert on rings, but there
1: you go, bro. I got you, Ryder. Cubs world champion, 2016, Chris Bryant replica ring, high quality. It's only $28.99. Don't you worry, brother. It looks identical. If you send me your address, I'll order it for you. $28.99, brother. I mean, that is the sort of replica ring that I think most people were thinking of when they thought replica ring. They're frequently seen online. Now, I'm not going to be upset about it or Orlando City doing it. Cause I think they just went with the local ring people and then they were like, Oh man, our fans might want some replicas. And then they realized that like Jostin's is like local company, you know, kind of like kind of small ish. And, uh, they're Jostin's replicas are $400. You know, it's, 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 I think the planning needs to be done more properly replica rings, you know, these cheap replica rings are frequently given out, at these events similar to bobbleheads or magnets you know what i'm saying or free chick fil see more car.
2: bobbleheads for you know like,
1: it's, it's 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 on the same level of a give out as a bobblehead night as a replica ring i went to our cincinnati reds game and i got one i could post a picture of it and uh it was on my finger and, and it was like the 1976 replica ring from the, from the reds the big red machine and uh it, it was given away, and it was a nice little cardboard box, you know. It had the team logo on it and stuff, and it was just a nice, simple plastic. But looked, I like the real thing ring, and I think that's what a lot of people were expecting. But I'm not going to get off. People are still going to buy it. Whoever wants it, they they want it. I don't think the customization thing is cool personally. I would much rather just have a replica of a literal player's ring, like the captain's ring.
2: You can do that,
1: you know, but I'm not going to spend $375 and put Perea on it. And then if I had to write Brown on the side, it would just really feel awkward for me. I just feel like, I don't know.
0: I don't know, but no, I get that. I'm with you on that. I'm also the kind of person that doesn't like putting like my name on the back of jerseys. Like when you get a custom jersey, I'd rather have a player's name than my name. So I understand where you're coming from with that thought process. Yeah, Again, kind of... if you can afford it it's awesome good for you it's just a, definitely like i i was like kind of excited for it i was like well, eh, maybe it'll be under 100 bucks and then i saw 400 i'm like i'm trying to buy a house right now i, can't. I, mean, I think
1: <laughs> even that people that can't afford it it's just it's still like I mean, i'm not going to say that i can't afford it you know what i mean but like it's just that like it's like like, like a writer was it, saying is it is Don't it, it you know like i i'll spend for like my wedding ring i, I mean that's about the price my wedding ring was about four. Yeah, that's
2: that's the thing i went through is like do I spend this much money on something that is almost the equivalent of my wedding ring?
1: Yeah, my wedding ring, I think, it was like $450 or $470, something like that. You know what I mean? And, like, I wear it every day. It's the only piece of jewelry that I wear. And I would want a replica ring because I literally have a whole wall that's designated to Orlando City memorabilia yep. in my house. You know what I mean? And I, and I want to display the ring on the wall, not that I want to wear the ring maybe they'll give it to us one day in the future maybe they'll do a giveaway at a game maybe they'll get with like alibaba express or dh gate or something and uh and we'll find some people and they'll send over ten thousand uh you know four dollar replica rings because i think that's what all people
0: and then people will still complain that they're too cheap
1: oh i'm i'm here for that
0: yeah i mean we we all know that no matter what's gonna happen i feel like we're gonna there's always going to be arguments between our, our fan base. No matter, I don't think what anybody
1: here would be complaining about it being too cheap. I think we know.
0: I literally would just want something to, like you said, put with my Orlando City shelf. Like I have to put next to my towel that I got when we announced our franchise that just has the old MLS logo on it oh, Wow, saying Orlando City 2015. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I got us. that from the Cheyenne Saloon when they announced that we got our franchise while I drank a purple Heineken. like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I was feeling too, but it's, it's it's crazy to put some $375 next to a towel, right?
0: Exactly. Yeah. And a lotto scarf (laughs) with the old Orlando city crest.
1: Yeah. (laughs) yeah that's how i feel about the same thing back
0: when scarves were 18 but
1: i agree with you Ryder. the the ring is absolutely gorgeous the ones that they did for the even the replica ring is beautiful i got my class ring from jostens i still have my class ring jostens i think everybody that grew up in orlando got their class rings from jostens they're a wonderful company they make fantastic rings they make great quality stuff and you could tell that the replica that you're getting is it's like barely even it feels like a replica it's going to be a nice quality beautiful ring so that's something that, that at least you can be they can be proud of you know people that are going to buy it at least they know that it's going to last and you know they're going to be able to display it forever so uh that that for sure nice I'll heirloom so yeah it's definitely an heirloom for sure and, it, and it's our first cup you know i always think about mls even in the podcast you know, for all we know, Orlando City becomes Real Madrid one day, and we we do this Orlando Lions and podcast that's, you know, one of the the coolest and most interactive podcasts on the biggest club on the planet, truly.
2: We actually they, get paid.
1: You know, truly, it could be that way. And the biggest league in the world. Truly, really, you never know. You know, and that's how I think about MLS. You never know. Orlando City could become the biggest club literally on the planet, and I though some of us believe that we are right now. <laughs> uh, legitimately we could and then you would have that ring from the first ever cup and obviously you know that would be a cool thing and now I'm thinking about going to buy one so
2: <laughs> turn <laughs> I just sell myself before you go to ring? bed <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: alrighty boys well I had a good time with you guys um, always a pleasure you always. Know, we try to keep it positive even though a lot of the stuff is negative right
0: It's all we can do man At least we have conversations. It's good therapy for all of us regardless. Um, Hopefully for the people listening, it's therapy for them too to listen to us ramble.
1: I hope we're wrong, and I know you guys hope we're wrong too, and I hope we're wrong about everything. I hope the the way forward for Poppy is clear and we win. Four out of four we win the next four games in a row and swamp all our rivals and everything turns on and clicks. And I hope that's what happens.
0: Yeah. You know? Okay. I mean, we all said we it's it's not like we want our, want the club to lose. We all want to win games. Yeah. We don't care if it's Poppy winning games or if they make a decision and somebody else winning games. We just want to win games. That's all we're asking for. I don't think we're being unreasonable.
1: Amen. <laughs> Amen, brother. Well, it's been a pleasure. Uh, you guys have a good week. Let's let's see what Orlando City can do tomorrow. And and uh charlotte high school mecklenburg residential stadium bring don't forget to bring your lawn chairs and then make sure you guys res, uh make sure you guys include your couch in the seats that are included in the in the stadium because so, <laughs> they're going to need it to qualify for the u.s open cup standards so uh but vamos orlando y'all we'll see you guys uh, on saturday on the den after dark and i have a feeling we're going to know a lot more by then so it should be a good one make sure you guys turn tune in uh on twitter spaces about 10 10 o'clock saturday evening we'll see you guys then thank you guys for listening we appreciate you all vamos orlando
0: vamos
2: vamos orlando
0: thanks for joining us this week on the orlando lion's den podcast don't forget to follow us at orlando lion's den on twitter facebook and instagram see you next week in the den.